It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Delighted to uh, be back at the Premier Inn. Big shout out to them and a massive thanks as always for hosting us. And uh, delighted to be joined by rapper, musician, producer, promoter, DJ, Mr. Rob Rob Picton, (laughs) aka Joe Blow. What's going on, Rob? I can see you again. We had a a stream last time. We had a real good time last time. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's nice to be back, bro. Yeah, so like obviously with that one, we were like kind of going through your story and we were like talking yeah, about yeah. the ups and downs and all the in betweens. Yeah, but um, today we've got like stuff to talk about what you're doing now. Um, obviously, I think well, I don't know what time it's but like about an hour and a half ago, you dropped uh, a bit of music. Yeah, done a freestyle. Yeah, yeah. we've uh, well, it was for Jaffa. Yes, yeah. Jaffa asked me to do a freestyle for his forthcoming mixtape. Um, which is like a 90s sort of classic boom back era sort of mixed right, like, like you know, so like, well, like Welsh artists, like, yeah. like you know, and I think Captain, he's been curating it with, uh, with Jaffa, so they're going to put it out as sort of like a link project, you know, yeah. so uh, right my idea that is as well, like, <laughs> 90s, 90s hip hop, well, 90s boys, I mean, yeah, that's it, mate. I say all the time, 90s is just the best for music, clothes, TV, everything, awesome, but I reckon, um, um, my missus sat there, she says it all the time, but everyone says that about that. Like the era where they're a teenager going into adults, everyone says that's the best era. Like, that's the glory but, days, isn't it? Yes, yeah, 100%. Like, <laughs> but um, no, I just think the, the nights are special, mate, isn't it? Like, yeah, whether you like hip hop or indie music or whatever, like there's. What do you think like about year, wasn't it? Well, what the in the 90s, everything. So good in every genre, like, you know. Like, I'm a bit biased, like, you know, I think, like, the music that come out back then, like, the, the jungle, when jungle yeah, first come out and all that, like, you know, and, like, the rave music and how it was all starting to branch in, 
his own sort of direction, like you know, and even, even under the hip hop and that, like you know, mm. it, it was a great time for music. Uh, mate, I uh, was I the, the first like um, was it like happy hardcore music I heard, and I was hit, like hooked straight away when I was about 13, 14, listening to DJ Psy. I was oh, just like, Psy, yeah, mate, I was like, just like this is all about me, just chaotic. Yeah, just that. Like, I was all about it, but like. I've got a weird musical taste though, because like I'm all, all about like the Snow Roses and Oasis and stuff like that, and I particularly like like that sort of that clothing and that style, like that sort of football terrace culture. Yeah, style. yeah, absolutely. But I'm also all about like hip hop and all the way back to like the uh, the golden oldies, mate. Yeah, well, that's like the new stuff. But I'm like at the moment I listen to more. I don't know whether it's from doing podcasts, but I listen to a lot more like. Um, UK artists, particularly like all the Welsh artists, I think I listen to more now than I probably ever have. Partially because you know I speak to people like you and speak to it like other artists and that, and we tend to gravitate to it then. But it's more accessible these days as well, isn't it? You know, but there's also like mad amount of talent. Like, it's so talent saying, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Which is which is good though. Good yeah. for me being a promoter. There's plenty of people to put. And Marty's on like you yeah. know. <laughs> so. Like, you got the chasing status uh, sellout gig, innit? It's sold out quick as well, apparently. That yeah, did, we, we were asked, obviously, we, we never put chasing status on. Mm-hmm. Live Nation have done that. Um, we were asked to come along, and there's, um, there's, there's another club basically within Utilita Arena. Okay. Um, it's like a, like a room holds about mm-hmm. 350 people. Um, it's called 87. So they say, Can you come along? Do the pre's, so we'll be opening up at like five o'clock. I'll be able to run it through right sort of nine o'clock, and then Chase the State has come on in the main arena at nine till half ten, I think. So uh, we'll just be warming everyone up with D&D before the big dogs get on. Yeah, that was wicked, don't it? Like, um, like I think for you as a like a company, as a person, and all the people, all the people who you're going to get on that night, it's like a wicked opportunity, you know, just to, well, just yeah. to be linked with Chase yeah, the State and sell out gig in the. CIA, just it'll always be the CIA. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that, that was, you know, the sense of achievement. Yeah. Like, being in the right time, right place, you know, it was a, it was a good business move. Um, I'd like to take all of glory for it, but I can't. <laughs> I got to big up my business partner, Kevin. He's yeah. the one who made the link. Yeah, he sorted, he sorted that link out. And then uh, we come up with the idea then to say, well, look, there's like, going to be 9,000 people in all coming to see Chase the Status, all on lost the DMV, do you know what I mean? So, uh, so why don't we put an after party on? That's a perfect opportunity. If we can't get 1,500 people in to walk about. Yeah, yeah straight after that. Straight after that, when there's 9,000 people walking about, I'm going to put my, my, my life on the line, yeah. on, on the record, and go, <laughs> I'm retiring. If this one don't sell out, that's it, I'm done, man. It's game over. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like... Yeah, we say we were just saying now, just like how things just sometimes they just fall into place like nicely. Timing, and yeah. Like I was telling you a story about things like in over Christmas at the end of December, I just like fell up for about twenty four hours. I thought my world was falling apart, but then less than a week later, I was like, "Wow, this is going to be a mad year. We're going to do some crazy things all across Cardiff and the valleys, yeah, something which I didn't expect to be doing." And like, there's one thing which I cannot talk about. Which I'm so super excited about. I was and I'm struggling to not talk about it with people. Yeah, like, yeah. Literally, the only people, the only person who knows is my missus, and like it's just like because I don't want to jinx it as well. Yeah, yeah, of course you don't. Yeah, yeah. but like, yeah, every time people talk about arenas, I get a bit of a tingle. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is. But like, for you, it's been a journey, isn't it? Like we talked obviously the ups and the downs before, but like, it's not just about being in the right place at the right time or knowing, you know, linking up with the right people. It's not just that. It's hard work and it's your reputation which you get from putting on events, booking the right DJs, booking the right people for your events so that when the big events come, they know, you know, we can trust certain guys at Circle We know that they're going to put on a good show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a lot to do so with should, I think you shouldn't do yourself out of that glory, mate. It's yeah, no, I think a lot of it's to do with hard work. Well, you know, a lot of people being in the right time yeah. in the right place. It's that old cliche, isn't it? 
you know, like you were saying, you, you didn't know what, what you were going to do next month, <coughs> just after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, everyone door closes and everyone opens. That's, that's life, right? It's a journey of life. It's exciting. You yeah. never know what's going to happen. And right? you make your own lap as well, mate. With, like, of course. What you put in, I reckon. Like, yeah, I'm a course, big, man. big believer in mm-hmm. what, you, what you put out in the world, you get back in it. Yeah. Like, I think I've put out enough now. It's time for me to take it. Start reaping what you saw. Yeah. What was it like doing that freestyle which you put out tonight? Because obviously doing that nineties thing, was it um that's your era, as you said? It was like, fun. It was yeah. fun to tap. You love the video, you look like I was having fun. Yeah. Watch that video, man. That's, that's what me having fun. Jaffa was like, listen, I'm doing this big thing. Um, do you want to get involved? And I'd already done a track with Trev mm. and um it, it was a remix of um, two of America's most wanted Tupac and Snoop Dogg. Yeah. So like we done that. We done that in Winchester studio and played that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was two two, two of them. South Wales most yeah. wanted. So it's like sort of like a follow up to yeah. it but over that beat line, you know. And uh, we recorded that at release and I'll give it to Jaffa and he loved it. He said, Look, I'm doing a mixtape man. Yeah. Do you want to do this one? And like send me over a beat and like, I just like stack all crazy because Red Man's one of my favourite rappers mm-hmm. anyway, like, you know, so like to get it, it's easy to do his flow. So yeah, I mean, yeah. just put my own words in. That's basically what I've done there. Like, you know, mm-hmm. tried to like tip my hat and respect to the original. It's like it's a mixtape, so you want to try and keep it close yeah. to what the original was all about. Like, you know, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I had loads of fun doing that. I was, you know, I was in my so element, cool. man. Do you know what I mean? Just, yeah. I was I was eighteen year old kid again, <laughs> <laughs> spitting in the rolling back. Yeah, 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 man. It was good fun, like, Yeah, man. But if you had done it at eighteen, would you have been able to have done it so well? Is the question. No man, I was shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even listen to music I've made two, three years ago. So I mean, because I'm always like just moving and all that. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even listen to my music. Adapt or perish, man. Yeah, that's it. Man. But like, funny enough, Endo said exactly the same the other day. He said, like, see, sometimes people are saying to him, "Oh, I've just you know discovered this tune or one of his old tunes," and like, um, he just. He can't handle it. He can't listen to his own music, like, yeah, um, especially yeah. his early stuff. Yeah, I've got a those, mate. So it's an interesting thing. I don't, um, I don't like listening to my own podcast particularly. I, I hate the sound of my voice. Like it's taken me probably two years to get used to just hearing my voice. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, but it's still sound. It just don't like sound like me. Is that me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mad. <laughs> So have you got more music coming in, or is it just that for the time being, concentrating on the promotion? I've, um, I've been working on a new album. I've, I've had that on the go for a while, like, you know. Um, probably started it around about the time I came to see you last. Mm-hmm. Um, we've released a few singles already. Because I was, what my aim was was just like, I'm just going to put a track out of singles. Because if you have a look at like the streaming and how they're getting views, if you put a, put a project out with six twelve tracks on. People will listen to the first track, second track, third track, and you'll see the numbers dwindling. Yeah. So the first track will always have, say, for instance, 10,000. Second track will have 8,000. By the time you get down to track number 10, yeah. there's only a few hundred there. Like, do you know what I mean, for instance? So I was I was playing around with, with the streaming and seeing how I was getting received, like, you know, and I was getting more more streams when I was putting singles on. So what I've done... There was a tension span Absolutely, yeah, man. And like you know, it's the generation we live in, isn't it? Like you know, like shorts are doing better than full videos. Yeah, you know, for views and stuff like that, people are just like scrolling when I quick look at something and scroll on again. Like mm-hmm. you know, everything's so so throwaway. Like you know, what's, yeah. what's new next? So I mean, it's always a high block, you know. Yeah, my my youngest kid, like he'll just like I'd have his phone and he literally just be scrolling through like shorts and TikTok and whatever. And he's, he's not even watching them, like, but he's constantly. <laughs> it's a habit, man. Yeah, like. I, I think like it's an addiction thing, like you know, like take my phone off me, I'm climbing the wall, like, and I'm yeah. just like shit, man, I'm addicted. But then, <laughs> but then, yeah. So like, I find that as well. Like, I spend my life on the phone because you got it, wouldn't it? Because you're yeah. doing guests, whatever, promotion, social media. So I've never had in there. There's always something to do. Yeah, but like I find the first couple of minutes of not having, I'm like, I need to, someone's going to message me, or I need to do it. But then I'd say like 10, 15 minutes later. I just like everything's chilled out, and you like suddenly you like you just 
outside, you know, you sat, you look, look around and you notice. It's a distraction. You notice know, it? the world around you, mate. Isn't it? That's and right, it's a distraction. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I stand with it. Like I said to you earlier, I, I'm not a fan of social media. I don't like it. I don't think I'd be on it if I didn't need it. Yeah. yeah. In the evening, <laughs> I probably wouldn't, like, well, I wouldn't have like the opportunities which I've had and doing podcasts and stuff wouldn't be a thing. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, without social media, it was kind of a double-edged sword, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's, um, I am interested by that, though, because, so, like, for me, I remember, like, buying, like, a CD, yeah, like, buying an album. Like, I remember buying Eminem's first album, and like, I was so excited. Oh, to, that album, that like, gas on that. Mate, but I was so excited to listen to each song, and, like, yeah. it tells a bit of a story, doesn't it? Like, his album, and yeah. yeah interviews and whatever but like but just i can't imagine like if you had like an artist say say like t rebel for instance like apart from the fact that i like him a lot he's a great guy i think he's super talented so he puts out, he puts out an, al- uh, an album like i'm gonna listen to it but i'm gonna listen to it all yeah so like i can't imagine buying an album of an artist you like and not well that's the thing giving it a few because the other thing as well is like if you listen to an album, sometimes the first time you can be like, mm, yeah, that one's a banger, it's something easier a bit. But then you listen to it a few times and you really start to feel it. That's the thing, people buy the music. Like before, when we were younger, we go, we, we buy, say, 15 quid for a CD or whatever. <laughs> you just pay that out of your pocket, yeah? So mm-hmm. you're going to listen to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you just signed up to Spotify or YouTube or whatever you're streaming off, you haven't got to buy it anyway, no. you're just looking. And it's always you know there. I mean? So, like, you know, you haven't like, made that commitment. To, to the music, like, you yeah, know, I think it's, it's a yeah. different way of looking at things, like, you know. Yeah, I didn't think of it from that, that angle as well. Yes, yeah, it's because, disposable, so yeah. I think people don't really give a shit about and it. And it's instant as well, yeah. I think. Like, you can literally, if I get any song you want from any genre, any era, you pretty much get it within a couple of seconds, isn't it? That's right, man. Well, maybe right. a couple of rare mixes and a rare remix yeah. and stuff, you can get it whatever you want. That's it, that's why. I've been like doing the singles, like, you know, just to like gauge and see where we're going with the streams. And like, it has been working, the streams have been going up, like, you know. Just got to play about with it as well. Well, yeah, well, what I'm thinking of doing now is like, you know, I've released a few tracks of singles, just put all them onto one project. Mm-hmm. And then I've got about another eight or nine tracks I could chuck on that project, just so it's something fresh on there for the people to listen to as well who, who, who follow my music on Spotify. Yeah. So, like, you know, I think that's how I'm going to do it. It's um, I've been I've been switching up the genres. We've been doing drum and bass tracks. We've been doing grime tracks. We've been doing hip hop. Just like being a bit more versatile with it, yeah. like you know. So like the albums I put out have always been been hip hop really. Yeah. Like, you know, so I just want to mix the flavors up a little bit for for this one, like you know. I think when you mix it up a bit as well, like you get just from speaking to people, obviously, because I ain't an artist myself. But like I would imagine, you get one of two reactions. You get maybe someone like me. Who's quite eclectic taste in music, so it's like likes if you go and do a bit of grime or you do a bit of drum and bass and mm-hmm. do a bit of hip hop. But then you get the other people who are like, oh, why are you going away from the hip hop? Like, I like it when you do the hip hop. Do you know what I mean? Like, they it's, don't it's like it when thing. artists evolve or change their style. It's the thing, man, there's too many beard strokers sat there. Like, this is the reason why, obviously, back in 2013, I sort of stepped away from the UK hip hop and I've made a go of it with the DB again, like, yeah. you know. Because he was getting a lot like that, like, you know, where them, you know, call them gatekeepers, call them what you want, like, you know, and they're saying, like, they're, they're telling you what's good and what's not. Yeah. You know, yeah, at the end of the day, music is subjective, like, was it? So, um, you know, what might be good to someone might be shit to the next man. You know, so, like, how can people be, like, you know, so judgmental yeah, yeah. and all that? So, like, I think hip-hop, to me, is anything that involves like, a DJ and a mic, two turntables, do you know what I mean? That's how it all started. Yeah, it was an MC rapping over a DJ, mixing bricks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, you don't get no more hip hop than that. that mm-hmm. So, you look at it now, it's grime. Do you know what I mean? That came up with so many offshoots. There's so many offshoots of it, jungle, and so on. If you go back and back and back, like, you know. So, to me, it's all hip hop. Jungle, it's all hip hop. So all of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's a culture. You know, it's a culture. That's what Fordy was saying the other day, wasn't it? It's like, a culture. Fordy had a bit of a, not a rant, but he went on like a bit oh, of a thing about, he started about like, hip-hop and he said, <laughs> people call it hip-hop, he said, hip-hop's not even a style of music. 
it's a way of life. It's, and a, it's a culture. Yeah, it's a culture. It's, it's a culture, like, man. And you've got to represent the elements. He made sense. what he was saying, mate. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to represent the elements of some of the elements you get from, mm. you know? You've got, the, you've got the breaking, you've got the rapping, you've got the DJing, do you know what I mean? You've got the graph, you've got the dancing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So on, you've got knowledge yourself. Do you know what I mean? There's so many elements to it, like, you know? It is a way of life, it's a culture, man, you know? It's not just music. People think it's hip hop music, but no, that's just a small part of the culture. Like you know, you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta understand that. And when they say hip hop's fifty years old, like, you know, it's come a long way. It's come a long way, man. A lot of evolution there, isn't it? Absolutely. Like, you mentioned all the offshoots of um, like you know, garage and drum and bass and the rest of it. Like it all kind of. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, originated from that hip hop culture, yeah. But it is interesting how it evolves over the years, and some things kind of take a backseat or even disappear for a couple of years, and then they'll come back. Like you don't see a lot of genuine garage tracks now, but right. you see like I think drum and bass is banging at the moment, and it's like it's really doing well for a lot of MCs. Drum and bass gone crazy right now, man. It's not yeah. really commercial, like, you know, which is. But like, I was here with a dinner before. Yeah. With General Levy. And it went over all that. It goes around it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and then it changed around. the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> it went from Jungle to DMV. Do you know what I mean? They're trying to make life with something different. Yeah. Like, Jungle to DMV is the same fucking thing, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a rebrand. It's a rebrand. It's a rebrand. You know? Yeah. And like, there was a lot of violence going back around the place yeah. as well, mate. Turned up to a lot of clubs over in England, like Manchester, Leeds, even up in London, like, they were getting stuff off. Yeah. You know, they, they, were, they, were, they were dodgy places to go to, like, and then it stopped like people get off that wave then don't they because they don't want to yeah like, just it, I mean like just it went uh, over to the garage scene yeah. then everyone left the, the, uh, the jungle scene sort of thing and like the trouble went over to the garage scene mm. like you know it, it, it's mad on that I love a bit of garage mate oh so, man, man I love garage bro can't fault this like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like it's, it's this weird thing like everything comes back around doesn't it of course like, it does man but we done uh, we did a, a, a night in collaboration with Boozy. So we had Harvest Crew down, yeah. uh, DT, uh, Luck and Neat. Uh, we, we done that. That was our first night in um, in the walkabout where we're doing the after party now for Chasing Statements. Mm. So that that night was, you know, you know, it was busy now. You're basing yourself know. a lot in walkabout or just so. I think that's our venue for the time being, like, you know, everything seems to be good there. The, the management are good to work with, you know. Um, so the venue's a lovely venue with almost 1500 people. The sound system's nice, which is a good thing. Yeah, you know, the security are friendly. So, like, you know, at the moment, everything's insane. Uh, like, you know, it's a match made in heaven, so I think, like, I think, like, if you can, when you get those relationships where the people you're working with, you're on the same page, you both kind of go in the same direction, but also. You know, the venue's good, it's like the facilities are good and everything. It's like you've got to just get on the wave with it and just keep working, keep uh, keep building those relationships. Because, you know, I, I, like, I like where it is. I yeah. like, I like seeing it's a nice street. place. It's not like bang, bang in the middle of everything, is it? But it's like, it's still, still central. central enough. Exactly. Right by the station as well, mate. Right on a taxi line. It's need to measure, man. <clears throat> like we started in Carbon. Mm. Which is yeah, like you're free doors because I am so long since I've been into town. Half these places I wouldn't know. We'll walk about right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cam was only a few doors up from it, like you know, but it's not there anymore. It's in some cocktail bar now, I think, like, you know. But um, that's that's where me and Kevin linked up and started doing Circle Eight, like you know, mm-hmm. he owned Carla. He was running right, it okay. with Dave, and um, me and Basin had done a night <clears throat> for his birthday. Talking ten years ago now. Like, and uh, what was the name of the club? Charlie Brown's, who I went with. Mm. Um, and uh, we done one event in, in Charlie Brown's, and then they, 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 there was an issue basically with the owner, and he, he got you know, hanged up or something, whatever. Mm. So uh, we'd had all the DJs booked, we had the date done, the flyers printed, 
and then we found out we lost our venue because the owners went to jail. So we were like, shit, now what are we going to do? So um, Carlo were putting on D&B nights, and I think the promoter who was putting on nights in there had left to go somewhere else or something. So like they were looking for something real quick. So we just stepped in there and done our night work, you know, and then he was going for base sailing from there, like, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's how we, uh, we started it down there. Um, so with the, you got this after party, um, after the Chasing Status gig, obviously you could do the bit before as well, which you talked about, but like the after party, who you got booked for that? We got Nicky Black Market, uh, we got Shabbaty, um, they're going to do like a history of D&B set. So we're going like from mid 90s up to present day. So like that's something that's I'm, gonna get people. I'm really yeah. excited about that, tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. being a lover of the music and to watch how it's evolved over the years, that's a quite exciting set for me, like, you know. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. And obviously, like Shabba, you know, he's a legend. He's been in the DB scene since as long as I can remember, like, you know. So uh, to, to get him booked again, I've booked him a few times. I, the first time I booked Shabba, I'm talking, I think it was 96 or 97 in the Friars in Barry. Um, and then, who did we have with him? I think we had Daisy with him. I remember we had a, we had it on film, a mate filmed it on a camcorder. And like, we used to watch it in the house over and over and yeah. over again. The whole night we just filmed all the DJs mixing and that, like, you know. And obviously, you know, social media, you see DJs doing sets online all the yeah. time, like, you know. But back then, we have a video of a DJ doing a set, like, he was like, I wouldn't take that. He used to play it on loop all the time, like, you know. So, yeah. Shab Shab was a bad man. He was back then, like, you know. So, yeah, it'd be good to book him again after all this time. Like, Mm. Um, drum bass set sounds just wicked. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be like uh, after the like people are going to come out with chasing stairs, they're going to be buzzing. Everyone's going to be gassed today. Everyone's going to be looking for somewhere to go. Yeah, you know, the party and it's history drum and bass. Like that's it. Yeah, come on, have this. It's a no brainer. It's a no brainer, man. It's a no brainer. Get it right here. Links in. I'm going to link it right by here. And the ticket sales are doing well. I was going to say, because you've done it in a couple of tiers, didn't you, where you, um, you did, did you do the first one where you had to have a ticket from the, from, uh, from the Chasing Status thing? That's still on. Is it? What I've done, I've put a limited amount of tickets on the door for people who've gone to Chasing Status, got their Chasing Status ticket, yeah. and then they want to come to our after party. If they haven't bought tickets, there's a little space there for those people. So like they, they, if they produce the Chasing Status ticket before 11 o'clock, they get in for a fiver. Before yeah. 11. Before 11. If you come waving your ticket round after 11, yeah. the guys on the door, they're not, they're not having anything. So, yeah, it's got to be before 11 o'clock. Um, with regards to the tickets, um, all the early bird tickets for a fiver sold out straight away. They went within a couple of hours. Um, we done the first release then. They went in a couple of hours. It's all on the day they release. Um, the second release then, they pretty much sold out. I thought, do you know what? It's going up to 15 quid in a minute. Yeah. And like, cost of living and all that. I'm looking yeah, to have value for money. You know, if they come into our rave times and ads, you know, we're all feeling the pinch of me, like, you yeah. know. So I put another few hundred tickets on at the tenner. So uh, yeah. to keep it down nice and cheap, like, you know, so hopefully people can get good yeah. value for money, like. I think that's it, innit? Like, the fact that you were able to give tickets for like, Five quid, ten quid, whatever. Like people appreciate that as well, don't they? Apart from the fact that it's going to be a wicked night on the back of a wicked concert with Jason Stairs, to then be able to go to the after party for reasonable prices. Yeah, I absolutely, man. Like that's, that's a good night out. Yeah, and that's a good night out, man. It's a proper night. <laughs> and I think um, the other thing as well is like if people go to the the room before. Which I'm, you know, it's going to be random then, isn't it? Let's be honest, before the chasing estate has come on, would you say nine, was it? I think there's 9,000 people going to the gig. So, you know, it's a lot of heads, like, you know. Yeah. And it's like the bit you do before in that room, was it, was it three, four hundred in that room, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure on the numbers, like the total capacity, but you can get a good plan yeah. of that in there. Like, but, like, but like, people are obviously just have a racks on in the main, yeah, yeah. main arena as well, like warming up for chasing status, like, but like I, I think we're going to be pretty busy on yeah, like, yeah, man. especially with the bars, the bar and so people trying to get served in. You know, it's the main thing is always busy, it's always big queues and it. Like you know, you're not going to get away from that. So people are going to be, be coming into that room anyway. Like so, yeah. And the thing is, even if people from your point of view, if people like just go in and think, oh, I'm going to go in this room for a you know, 
quick pint, like because the queue's smaller. It won't be and then the music, yeah. Yeah, when they hear them great DJs, man. Do I mean especially Nick the Greek at the moment? He's on fire, man. He's making some wicked tunes. So yeah, I can't wait to get him on. It's gonna be. Sounds like it's gonna be one of them like special nights. You know, like just where like everything kind of comes together nicely, and it's just gonna be one of them things where it's fingers crossed. I'm gonna talk about it for a while. I'm excited for you, mate. I really am. Thank you very much. My much, dancing man. days are behind me. <laughs> she do a live stream, should we? Yeah, yeah, so everyone can watch. She's people Facebook. watching, mate. Yeah, man. <laughs> just well, start. Yeah, I want to go. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I would love to go. I think. Well, if you do change your mind, you want to come down. Obviously, as guests, this we are doing for you. Man. Oh, I appreciate for both it. For both of you, I should say. Appreciate it. <laughs> you want to come on his own? <laughs> Can't go nowhere. If I went to if I went to a night like that on my own, I'd probably be gone for a few days. Just wake up in the kitchen somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Some house party somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's Twenty miles away. It's um, you gotta be excited by it though. Like even like I know you've got hard work in terms of putting it all together and promoting it and stuff. It's gotta be just genuinely exciting to be. Do you know what? For me, obviously, like it's sort of like it's a job for me. Like you know, yeah. promoting record, and um, there's times where you you put events on and you've done your bollocks, like you've lost grounds. So I mean, there's never like you put them on and. Meet many like you know it's, it's uh, swings around about so to speak. So like, in terms of enjoying it, I enjoy it. But I close the front door, and there's no one coming in after whatever time we close the door. See, we close the doors at one, two o'clock. Slam the door, That's check it. the till. Everything's done. I'm going down to read for a bit now. Trying to go and check out the headliners, like you know, try mm-hmm. working like that. Because nine times out of ten, I'm going to the door. Yeah, just taking care of shit. Something's going on in the club. I've got to do. Responsibility falls on me, so I'm overdoing certain stuff, like you know. So I don't really get to enjoy my own yeah. events, like which is a bit of a bummer because, like, I'm happy with the lineups, like you know. Yeah, I suppose, but then because it because you're the promoter, it starts and ends with you, then so like if stuff happens or whatever, like it's on you, so yeah. you kind of keep an eye on it. That's like, it. I, I can I can relate to that in a different like a, in a different way in terms yeah. of not being able to relax because you always got something to do. There's always something going on, isn't there? But then I find like it's just to eat like I've only promoted three events just before Christmas and obviously got one now in May and they've got another one which is waiting to be announced. And like it is it's like non stop like promoting yeah. it. People don't yeah, see the work that goes on yeah. behind the scenes, honestly. Work that goes on behind the scenes is uh, it's a lot of work, you know. And, and if you get one of them wrong or you miss something along the chain of events that you've got to do, the whole thing collapses. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you've got to, you've got to run it like clockwork, work, isn't it? yeah. It's a knock on effect, man. You've got to run it like clockwork, like, you know. And uh, I've learned the hard way, like, you know, I've learned to find mistakes over the years, like, you know. So I could probably say when I put an event on now, nine times out of ten is problem free because I've already eliminated all the possibilities. We're never saying never because something always wrong. Yeah. Oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> something goes wrong. I remember we put an event, I won't say the name of it, and um, we, were, we were hosting hosting a room in there. I turned up, I see the, the promoter was a joint promotion night. And uh, where's the turntables on stage, bro? Ah, oh, they're coming now in a minute. I said, we're opening I said, this should have been done fucking hours ago, bro. What's going on, man? He told me everything was cool. You know? That would be stressful. After I opened the main room, eh? and there's, there's a tune going on there, like in the room two, isn't it, for Do you know what I mean? The decks still haven't come. I go to the manager, where's the decks? I thought you were bringing them down from upstairs. So I've gone to Panath now. I just jumped in my car and said, fuck this, man. Mm. Me and my mates, we've gone down there. We've picked them up. We've unwired them from this club in Panath, chucked them in the back of my motor, drove back to the club we were at. Wired it all up, and it was like half 10, quarter 11 by the time we fired the music up, like, so I mean, for room two, which was like one of those things. I was told everything was going to be there, all set up beforehand, like, you know, so, so now I've always got a backup plan. I've always yeah. got a backup plan, man. Yeah. You know, if it's going to go wrong, I'm not going to have any problem with it, so. Better to have a backup plan. plan, which you don't use, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I learned that. 
And the Lynn had a hardware as well. It was like uh, just with the audio side of things, particularly for like live events and podcasts. Like I've learned to have a backup plan because I had a thing like I can talk about like the thing with Sacred because I've spoken to him now. Like I've done a podcast with Sacred just like in November time. It was a really wicked podcast. Like we just sat in a pub, had a beer, and just had a wicked chat. Like, but something went wrong with the audio, so I had this wicked video. And there was like no audio on it. Oh it man, like, so good! It's, it's devastating. So I texted him and I'm like, mate, like there's just nothing I can do. I've tried to like get it oh, off camera and, and like I feel terrible, like because he's coming down and he's yeah, you know, giving me his time and that. But these things happen, man. Yeah, he was standing. Like I'm gonna do off. something. I might do something next week. I said I'll go to him and do it in his local. Because he, you know, he was good enough to come to me like before. He's a song kid anyway, Secret, yeah, isn't he? He's, 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 um, he's, he's busy all the time, Secret. Yeah, yeah he's always going right away, man. Time as well. Yeah, yeah no, I respect his work ethic, man. You know what I mean? He's always on something, man. So you've got to give, uh, got to give respect to that. Then 40 then, yeah. So we had 40 in here the other, other yeah. day. And then, like, obviously, like, this, there was two sides to it, isn't it? So you had, like, the one side with the music and, like, just being around years and well, yeah, it was so much to talk about but like it was wicked for me like yeah I yeah Listen, i could sit there and talk for 44 hours on him bro you know and then obviously he's got his other side of the story and the battles he's having with his like with the kids and all that sort of stuff which he wanted to talk about which is fine and like he's gone through a hard um, time he has brutal, bro mate. I, gone like, through a hard time. i've been there with him right through it been there right through it and now uh, like, i feel for him but like I just watching him like on social media this week, he's in the gym every day and he's like and I just think, mate, that's the that's the mindset to have. It's like you, whatever happens, you just gotta keep going the next day and start again. You've got a soldier on. Yeah, mate. All, I'm always in his ear, man, telling him like, you know, we all get down. You know, we all have our down days, but like you can't let it win. You know, you can't let it beat you. You gotta you gotta keep on fighting to the next day, no matter how low you are, like, you know, we've all had that. Yeah. You know, we've all been through there, man. You know, and like you just can't give up. You've got to keep fighting, isn't it? It's character, isn't it? Yeah, and it was character time, building, man. like, you know. Before he's doing so well, man. Yeah, he's doing it. I just felt bad because I don't, I was hoping like I'd be able to, you know, edit it and get it out fairly quickly or whatever, but it's going to take me some time. Yeah. Um, we had like a couple of breaks and, uh, and it was quite long. But um, I'm looking forward to people seeing it, like, because he's got a story to tell, man. some stories, he's got like, story his passion tell. for. His passion for hip hop like really shone through, like you yeah, know? absolutely. And then um, I filmed it like a slightly different way as well, so it's like it's really dark everywhere. It's yeah. like almost like a spotlight on him and me. Yeah, and it's um, I don't know, it looks sick. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but it looks. He is hip hop. Everything about hip hop. If you look at hip hop in a thick screen, man, you see four D. Do you know? Same thing, like. And like everyone's been through the mill and that, like of course, yeah. like we've all got fucking like traumatic things which have happened to us over the years. Do you reckon as you've yeah. got older, your mentality changes? Like because I remember, like, like probably say go back ten years, right? Particularly with my like with my accident and stuff like that, which happened. Like but there was periods where, like, I would get down and it would be like weeks before I was able to drag myself out of it. Like it was, you know, you get really fucking low at certain points. But now I almost like, as I've got older, I feel like I've like, kind of simplified it a little bit where I'll just be like, well, fuck it. We'll just go again tomorrow and we'll just do what we're going to do. At the end of the day, you can only do what you can do in it. Like I, hope. I feel like my mentality has changed a lot in the last probably two, three years where I feel more equipped to just go, no, nah, fuck it, we'll just do it again, we'll do this, or we'll go tomorrow, and it makes a massive difference, mate. I think, like, sound like a broken, like one of these fucking life coaches now, but like, if you can fucking get a bit of exercise or get in the gym, it fucking makes like massive difference. You get what these dolphins go in your body, don't you, like, you know? It's important like, to train and be fit. You know, I haven't been to the gym for a long time, man. Yeah. Honestly, fucking, I used to be a gym rat. I was always in the gym training and that. But you feel like, better, did not you? You do, yeah. Speaking of time, it really is like making the time. And like, you know, I, I, I should find to go back to it, yeah. like, you know. But like, I, I'm all on nothing, man. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, so a, I'm an extremist in everything I do. I've got to take it to the max. You know, and like that's, that's just my personality. Yeah, that's how I am. Like, you know? Addictive personality. Yeah, I'm all out. Like, you know, whether yeah. it be drugs or whatever yeah. it was in my life, yeah. throwing that drugs. I mean, yeah. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do it properly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it for fucking days. Yeah, I'm going on the bender for the fucking week, bro. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But like that's how I used to be when I was younger. Yeah. Things have changed. I've got a family, you know, and like I'm sad. You take that addictive personality mm-hmm. into other stuff. Into other stuff, like, like okay, yeah, I find that massively addictive, and I'm sure my family would agree. Like my like podcasting and the live events, fucking, it consumes me, and like I literally, act, like Becky will tell me, or like one of the kids will be like, Dad, come on, turn your phone off or whatever. Yeah, come on, have a break. Because I just in. like. Up a half five, and it's just. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say: your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over a hundred social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today! At LuckyLandSlots.com, available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Cup of coffee, smoke, just boom, admin fucking emails, whatever, messaging people. That's how it goes. I had two people say to me this week, "You get up early, don't you?" Because I like tend to message people at like five thirty, six in the morning. <laughs> no. You know, I know they're not going to reply. Oh, yeah, I have a you want to score it? I'm sure they did. Yeah, I've got half seven. But it's because, just because, like, I just get it, just banging into it. Like, you know, that's it. It seems you're ready to happen, you. I'm the same. I'm a birdie. You know, I'm getting up with a kid, you know, his breakfast on and all that. I get to score. He's three and a half now, man. Yeah, he's into everything. Yeah. Do you know what? That age that he is now, it's, it's amazing, man. I'm loving every day with him, like, you know. And, like, with my other kids, like, I miss a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, through previous relationships breaking up and all this sort of thing, like, you know, so I got, I'm trying to get it right and be the best that I can be. Yeah. Being a father, like, you know, this time wrong. The best man. of the times, mate. Like, that little period between three and so three to about eight or nine is like. Well, he stopped being like, cute, Larry. Like, <laughs> yeah, as soon as they can answer you back. Yeah, well, mate. he's been answering me back since he could speak, man. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I got a 15 year old. Borrow if you want. Yeah, I'm married with enough kids. I don't even want. <laughs> no, my, my youngest, like, he's 15, like, and it feels weird now to have, like, one of them's moved out to uni, the other one's going, like, a month or something, which is quite upsetting. And that, yeah. And it's going to be, we're going to go from, like, a full house to suddenly just being, like, three of us. And it's like, and then uh, there's a twin Yeah, mate, because I, I like the chaos, I like the yeah. noise, and I'm used to it. And like it's getting quieter and quieter, and it's like, right, we're gonna have to start. We're gonna have to get some decks or something. And yeah, you have to make some noise, man. Get some speakers. Yeah, like I've always been a dog person. Same here, man. Always been a dog person, and like our dog, who um, we've had like since the little one was pretty much one, so like fourteen years passed away. The other just. Been like a month or two ago oh, and then um, back in somehow like just before she died we've ended up with three fucking kittens and I'm like who like cats <laughs> but like you've got them uh, yeah yours now and that was, that was the that was the youngest teenager's fault what because it was missus right okay. missus parents we had one and then in, and then about like two weeks three weeks later when we're like proper in love with this little tiny black kitten, he's like, oh, the, the brothers haven't got anywhere to go. And we're like, Johnny yeah. Over and he just, he'd be sneaky, right? So we'll go pick him up. And he's got this tiny, tiny, he's like so small black kitten. And we've pulled up and he just comes out the house. And like her window's open and he just goes, there you go. And she's on it. And she's, you can see straight away. So it's just like, oh, Meet the bond straight away. <laughs> but there we go. One study in your hand, man. Ah, oh, no, <laughs> uh, no, but it was, it's all good. But like, yeah, it's the noise, mate. You have to teach me to DJ, mate. I think. Not a possible. I've always wanted to do it, but I just, I haven't got like no 
I've got no, I think I said this to you when we were talking before about the media. I have no like musical ability. I know loads about music, like historically and different genres. Yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. And I can tell <clears throat> most tracks within about five seconds of them playing. Yeah. But in terms of like, DJ is easy, man. Anyone can do it. You know, my son is three and a half, and like, I'm teaching him how to beat mix. I posted a video up on Facebook the other day. He gets more views than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be doing it now. He's mixing, he's mixing breaks, man, chopping them up on the crossfader. It's amazing to see, like, you know, like technology's become so accessible and it's so easy to DJ now in comparison to what it was like when we were just mixing Bible. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's so, so easy, man. A computer does it for you. Press sync and it does it for you. Mate, I've you seen fucking some of these in, influencers who do, like, you know, they basically get signed up to, like, events and have to DJ just because of their name or their yeah. following or whatever. Yeah, they got to follow and it on just a laptop and they're not even... Like I've, got that I've seen some crazy videos online with a DJ underneath the table. And he's mixing <laughs> underneath the table on the controller. And there's another DJ up there, like, you know, doing yeah. the same thing, like, you know. I was like, oh, unbelievable. It's, it's weird unbelievable how they do it. But, like, yeah, it's something I, it's something I got an interest in. Like, just as a, nothing, nothing I wouldn't to do, just for, like, if you're a lover of music, that's yeah. it, you're, you're Holy already shit. <laughs> No, no, just like more, more tech things. for the house, isn't it? Yeah, more, more equipment to go in the house. It's That's just, it. what, just what I need. Well, yeah. Controller, yeah. Let's, oh, the move, let's the kids move. Not laptop, you both. Get more equipment. That's the kids it. go. We'll get more equipment. That's not fair. Monitors, eh? You're, you're the retailer. I've got monitors for days. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I'd like to do it as a hobby, like just something, especially as I'm trying to cut smoking now. I need something else. Something else to replace it, like yeah, man. <laughs> Same, it's finding um, the time, you know. Like, I like to produce music. I like to DJ. I mean, I like to pick the mic up on the floor and all that sort of thing, like you know. And that's that's my wind down time. That is like you know, that's my enjoyment time. Like you yeah. know, everything else is work, so to speak. Like you know, mm-hmm. but it's actually finding the time to do it because like life happens, your family happens. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, you've got to provide. Not that was your day, so. Yeah, it's actually finding the time to do it. Like. I, I'm not like I was when I was a kid. I'd, I'd be living and buying the music. You know? I'd yeah. be playing it all day, like, and I'd be practicing trying to get my skills yeah. up and all this sort of thing. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really hard trying to find the time to do it. Mm. You've got to really, like, use your time wisely, like, you know, and try and, like, if you're releasing music as well, you've got deadlines and try and, try and like, meet. Yeah, you yeah. know, you see that this is coming out with so and so, so and so day. You've got to get the music mixed, you've got to get it mastered, you've got to get all the promo stuff done for it, your press shots. The write-ups of the magazines, you know, the magazines up, hit the radio up. There's a lot of work goes into just putting out music. It's not just like and then the making a track. Yeah, exactly. It's not just making the track and then just uploading to Spotify and out it goes. You're not going to go and listen to it. You're not doing your promo. You're not getting on the radio, getting any radio plays. Do you know what I mean? If the BBC is not backing you, like, you know, you've got no chance sort of thing. So, you know, you've got, you've got to work the angles, like, you know, you've got to put that work in. So it's, that's a full-time job in itself. So it's releasing music, like, I say know. that all the time. Though you could be the most talented at what you do, like you could put out the best. You could make like the best podcast, the best song, the best whatever documentary, whatever it could be. But if you just make it and then just chuck it up on your YouTube channel, it's no good. No one's gonna watch it unless you're lucky. That is about something which is trending or like controversial or something like that. You might might get lucky, but generally speaking, you've got to got to find, got to get it out there, and you've got to get people. That's it. Got to get it to people, even because it's weird, isn't it? Like everything is, like we said, everything's at people's fingertips. Yeah. But you've got to make sure that your stuff is at their fingertips. Yeah, exactly. Through websites, magazines, blogs, radio, whatever it may be, podcasts, you just got to find a way. Um, right. Where can people get the tickets for the after party for Jason Slayers? Fat Summer. Straight on Fat Summer. Um, if you go on a circulate page on um, on Facebook, there's loads of posts on there. The event page is pinned to the top of it. The ticket links are there as well in the event page, and like you see loads of posters and flyers. Everything I post is got a ticket link on it. Any video, I've done a video advert as well. The post on there. There's so much Instagram stories with the link in. <laughs> Instagram stories with the link in, and I learned what to do this week, man. <laughs> yes, thanks to young Mia. Our uh, social media whiz kid knows that uh, 
part of the team, Rob. You know, so yeah, she's teaching me new tricks on my social media. So um, I'll put all links to everything, like the Showblade Facebook, <coughs> the links, everything, all of it. I'll put all the links to the description and everything. But then make sure you go check it out. It sounds like it's going to be an absolutely. It's going to be amazing. Bang, it's going to be a night to remember, man. And it's going to be so many people coming out of Utilitar Arena. You know, all looking for a party to go. And that's the only place to go. There's no other after parties in Cardiff, yeah. like, you know. So if you love DB, February 22nd, walk about Cardiff, come get your tickets now, man. It's going to be a, a night to remember, trust me. The official, unofficial. for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.